0: Section 5 of Birds and All Nature, Volume 7, Number 5, May 1900. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ava'i, in January 2017. A Butterfly's History. The Troilus by ella f Mosby. the troilus belongs to the knights or chevaliers and is a beautiful creature his front wings are velvety black spotted with yellow his hind wings blue elegantly scalloped with a long streamer at the end and when he lifts his wings the under side is also lovely in marking and colour his double tongue forms a tube for sucking honey from deep flower-cups and may also be coiled up like a lasso when not used his knobbed antennae are supposed to be organs of scent by which he detects the perfume of blossoms or of other butterflies for butterflies have distinct odours the mountain silver spot smells like sandalwood and other butterflies have the delicate fragrance of jasmine thyme balsam or violets the anosia butterfly has a faint smell of honey the sight of the butterfly in spite of his single and compound eyes the latter made up of many shining facets like cut gems is not believed to be very keen it is thought that while he perceives color in mass he has little perception of form and is easily deceived the white butterflies, for instance, alight on the white-veined and spotted leaves in a garden, while seeking white blossoms. No organs of hearing have ever been discovered, and, for the most part, the movements of the butterfly are noiseless as drifting snowflakes, the only exception being a slight click from a sudden closing of the wings, or in rapid flight. The whole structure of the creature is for movement he has no brain only a cluster of nerves somewhat like one no heart only a segmented tube in which a white blood circulates no distinct lungs but air chambers throughout the whole body so that it is easily poised amid the aerial waves as he glides or flutters securely above the earth there are many muscles two or three pairs of legs and about five pairs of hooked arrangements called pro legs and his glory lies in his four broad wings of radiant colors covered with silvery and shining plumes of softest texture these wings are to him as the knight's steed bearing him proudly in his circling combats with his rivals or in his sportive ascents with his mate or on his gay journeys with a crowd of winged comrades along the aerial high roads he need not seek adventures for when he is a butterfly he has already passed through wonderful experiences his life begins with a tiny egg the size of a pinhead laid singly on the underside of a leaf for protection every species of butterfly has its own special food plants and will feed from no others but do not imagine that the pastures of our troilus are limited he feeds upon two of the largest and most beautiful tree families the rosaceae and the Lauraceae, beautiful for fruit flower foliage and fragrance with the rose family alone the range is immense embracing as it does not only the rose but the hawthorn the meadow-sweet the mountain-ash the strawberry the cherry apple and all the lovely orchard trees while with the other family we find the glossy and shining leaf of the magnolia tribe and the aromatic odors of sassafras and spicewood the butterfly eggs are marvels of color pale green or white at first changing to all sorts of iridescent tints as the life inside matures and also of form for they mimic the delicate sea fashions of urchin and coral the richness of oriental mosques and the intricacy of design in gothic windows let us fancy the egg of our troilus fastened a fairy cradle indeed on the leaf of a wild cherry tree that has tossed its sprays of feathery white bloom and its rustling leaves all june long in sunshine and wind and twinkling shower beneath a summer sky when the shell is broken what a strange thing creeps forth well named a larva or a mask for it is a disguise that has no trace of a winged nature the lover of the butterfly shrinks with loathing from this hideous creature dragging itself slowly along in quest of the food which it greedily devours the fresh sweet leaves of the tree that has sheltered it but unless it eats and grows there will be no butterfly and sometimes the skin is cast off as many as five or six times even the inner lining as well as the outside skin to give its growth free play if the caterpillar were large it would be terrible for it protects itself being soft-skinned and open helpless by a mimicry of rage pawing the ground lashing its head furiously from one side to another as a lion lashes its tail rearing itself up menacingly in a sphinx-like attitude grinding its mandibles with a grating sound its color is at first usually green like the leaf it feeds on but it afterwards develops bright hues in some species the trieless caterpillar is green with a yellow stripe on each side and row of blue dots while its underside and feet are reddish these varied colors show little however on the tree for the leaves of fruit trees especially quickly assume a yellow tint and are streaked and spotted caterpillars protect themselves in many ways some make a tent of a leaf near their feeding ground turning over an edge under which they creep or weaving the different corners of the leaf closely together with silken threads even the petals of a blossom may be secured by a filmy web if the caterpillar must spend the winter as a caterpillar it makes of the leaf a winter-house which it covers with wood-coloured silk and weaves the thread securely to the skin these nests resemble closely the buds of the tree after the caterpillar stage of humiliation and danger comes the strange period of sleep or seeming death when the cocoon or chrysalid appears the name pupa or babe is also used from the likeness to an infant in swaddling bands the caterpillar was always liable to curious fits of drowsiness or stupor this stage of the pupa is a prolonged stupor and it prepares for it by rolling off the garment of skin and leaving it underfoot in the silken shroud or cell sometimes it sleeps in the earth sometimes in a rock crevice sometimes hangs like our troilers looped up by a thread to a tree the case has knobs or horns to protect the sleeper when the wind blows it against anything it is sensitive to light and swings towards or from it according to need at last comes the resurrection from a narrow slit emerges a crumpled wrinkled thing if the struggles are long they are not aid even by a touch the butterfly is of such delicate texture that outside help means mutilation let it alone soon are the wings smoothed i saw one hang himself up and lengthen and lengthen until he was about twice as long as at first then he spreads them in flight a glorious and joyous creature of the sunshine he likes companions and quickly will he find himself greeted by a jason or a splendid ajax or encounter a flock of his own kind with whom he may feast by roadside puddle or beds of opening flowers marvellous care is shown in the provision for the awakening from its long slumber the threads are woven so loosely near the place of opening that they are easily broken even in his first feebleness the old garment rolled in a heap at his feet cannot impede or entangle him he is now the imago image in full of his species and like the fairy ariel he will follow summer as it flies and swing under the blossom that hangs on the bough an airy spirit of joy End of section five.